is the Come Up Top of Your Game podcast focus on providing business advice, sometimes mixed with a little lifestyle with Carmen Francis. My name is Michael Van Tool. Thank you for joining us. Hello, Carmen. How are you? And we have a great, exciting guest and show today. Yes. Good morning, Michael. Thanks again for our program. So today on our show, we have a very special guest, a friend, someone that I've been knowing for a while. And this guy is a music, he's an artist, a jazz artist. And I've been knowing this young man since high school. We played in the band together. I played the flute. He was a saxophone player. Most of you guys know him as Lord Yancey, but he's a native Detroiter and I formerly know him as Yancey. So the next voice you'll hear will be Yancey. And before I introduce, I mean, before I get him on, I just want to say, Yancey, we want to know, how did you become Lord Yancey? Tell us the story behind that. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Carmen. Good morning. And Michael. I appreciate you having me on this wonderful broadcast here. You guys are are making it happen. And so I'm thrilled to be here this morning. Thank you. Now, as to Miss Carmen. Yes, sir. The word Lord, it has different meanings to people, but what it means to me is someone who accepts their calling and he feeds their people. Okay. Back in the day, we can go back to in history where the Lords, they were those who, who handed out food to their people. And uh -huh. whereas I hand out food through melodies and, and harmonies and vibrations and love. Mm. Oh, that, that's nice. That's a yes. Nice. So the world know you as Lord Yancey. So tell the world a little bit about yourself. Tell them a little bit about myself. How did you get into the entertainment? You know, I know you and I went to Redford High um, and we were played in the band together. We, I played the flute, you were a saxophone player. I always enjoy that you always had that little twist at the end of everything. I was like, that guy's gonna be famous one day. He's always adding something, you know? So I, you know, it was so excited when I first went to, I think it was the Will Downey concert and you were on stage and I'm like, oh, I know him, that's my <laughs> classmate. I was so excited. I was like, yes, he is really following his dream. I said, he's the bomb. I was just so excited that day. So, you know, just tell our audience all about your journey and how, you know, you became the world famous well, entertainer. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'll start with my inception into music. I was 13 at my family's church. And this dude came with this shiny instrument pulled it out went up to the podium and something magical seemed to happen to the audience members and i felt something that that, that was different it, it's it, something on the inside was beginning to uh, affect me in a way that i just i, I was so attentive and and and, and i saw sister Smith run and, and she threw a baby up in there and one of the deacons jumped over a few pews. He caught the baby. And, and, and it seemed like the, whatever he was doing was just causing an impact throughout the congregation. 
Okay. And afterwards, I went, shook his hand, I talked to him, asked him a million questions. And I knew from that moment that I wanted in, that oh. I wanted to cause that type of impact. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was that was a great, great introduction to, to music. Um, so you grew up in Detroit. Besides Detroit, um, where else do you spend a lot of time? Uh, oh, do you share uh, cities or... Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm all over the place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've lived in quite a few places, Miami, um, Atlanta, and uh, spent a lot of time out west, uh, time in Wisconsin. So there's no telling. It's an international traveler. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I mean, I would have it no other way. It... Okay. So um, I have a few think questions that I want to throw at you, and I'm sure Mike has a few of his own. But I want to know, uh, God, you have created so much. I love jazz music. Jazz is so amazing. So I want to know, what's the creation behind making your albums? Because I know every musician and every instrumental player has a different creation behind. But yours is so amazing and I just want to know when you're sitting down and thinking about this what is your creation process that's a, that's a good question I think um, I'm inspired uh, to create from traveling um, definitely my life experiences what I'm feeling at any given moment uh, I could be watching birds and all of a sudden something pop in my head or in my soul Mm. And so when that happens, I go sit at a keyboard and I start working it out, working out the melody that I'm hearing, or I'll start hearing the chords and then I'll lay that down. And then I'll grab my horn and I'll just tune in to that, that, that inner sound, that inner voice that's, that's speaking to me and I'll let it go. Do you have some melodies that pop in your mind in the middle of the night uh, in the strangest places in strangest time? And how do you... How do you remember those? Do you do some voice notes? Uh, how do you save that before it leaves? Well, in the middle of the night, I'm probably up working. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that answers one question. So, yeah. okay. Really, <laughs> I mean, come on. There's no excuse for any melody to leave an artist. Uh, iPads and iPods and computers. Yeah. Man, so many to buy the phone. I will hum something in a minute. Uh -huh. I, I'll hum out every part. <laughs> I start with my drums. Then, hey, I start hearing some hmm, some odds. But uh, yeah, it's, uh -huh. it's so easy. Where, where did you learn to? I I um I think sometimes there's a place where you kind of you know learn the most that you can. To, in order to be on stage, where was where was some places, or can you recall a time when you learned your most valuable lessons about performing in public, live? Valuable lessons. Well, I've had a couple experiences that were very valuable. Mm -hmm. um, I remember being in front of an audience, and I had the, my horn had been sitting in a car in the winter. Mm -hmm. And I started warming up and playing it. And as I'm playing at the podium in front of this audience of uh, several thousand people, one of my pads came out 
And anyone who plays an instrument know that each pad needs to be in the instrument seated properly for you to get certain tones. Mm-hmm. So at this point, half of my horn wasn't working. Oh. So now I could eat, I could get off stage and end my performance or I could figure something out. <laughs> and in that moment, I reached down and I grabbed a note <laughs> and I held that <laughs> note for at least two minutes for the <laughs> remainder of that song. <laughs> and the lesson in that experience was that no matter what, the show must go on. Right. Yes. Yeah. So that, <laughs> it was kind of very, very Well, you have to think fast too, don't you? I mean, you had to figure out a way how to get through that. Um, and you thought of it um, and it could have really interrupted the show if you didn't. Oh, Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's the nature of improvisation anyway. Mm-hmm. You, you you're leaving yourself open to new information. And oftentimes you you're toggling it off what you've practiced in the past and you add new to it. So you, we used to think and quick on our feet. That's what we do. Right. So Carmen? Yancy, uh I know a lot of things have changed, but I was listening to your first album, um, For Your Love, and it has a few vocal in there. And then I was listening to Sax Chronicle 1. And I, I mean, I love them both. But what inspired you to add some vocal to your first one was that, you know, it had a few little harmony and, you know, I like that. So tell us the story behind. So For yeah. Your Love is the very first one. Um, and then Sex Chronicles Volume 1 is the third one. Okay. And, and of course, I got several more, and yeah, they're little... making their way to um, online. <laughs> yeah. I love your Christmas one. It's so beautiful. Oh, well, thank you very much. Yes. But yes. in terms of vocals, to me, the saxophone is close, the closest instrument to a vocalist. But yet, there's nothing like vocals, and it... I've even sang on a few of my recordings. If, but so in the background, you may not even know. <laughs> I, I think I think saxophone. Yeah, I think it 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 encourages you to to sing sometimes because it is. I agree. It is like the closest thing to a human voice, um, and it goes well with like um, jazz. Excellent yes. jazz because you can listen to jazz. You can just listen to the sax. You don't have to have a voice. You don't necessarily, but because it sometimes it'll it'll cover it'll take the place of the voice. It really does. Yes, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, man. I, I was definitely it. a melodic instrument yes. that lends itself to to singing, and, and and occasionally I will sing through my instrument. But it's mm-hmm. a, it's an interesting thing to do. People seem to enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I envy sax artists like you because uh you can sing through your saxophone you can mm-hmm. sing through it because it's so close um what advice would you give yancy what advice would you give to younger artists coming up now uh who are trying to get in the game as as we say what would you what would be a lesson that you learned that's important for them to definitely know an artist young artist is trying to get in the game i say mm-hmm. hey do your thing, follow your heart, uh-huh. practice, practice, practice. They say it makes perfect. Hey, make it happen. 
every day, every chance you get. Stay on YouTube. It's so many masters or masterful players offering all kinds of information that wasn't available when I was coming up. So live on YouTube. Um, follow some of these masters. Uh, take lessons from them and just be authentic. Follow your heart. No matter what people are saying to you or what direction others are trying to lead you, you have to follow your heart. I found through my own experience that you may not know where the path will come, but when you follow your heart and you step out into the dark, when you employ and reach down and grab your faith, the road always comes. And it will take you places you never dreamed you'd ever be. Mm. Very inspiring. Yes, very inspiring. So, Yancy, I know last year changed a lot for all of us. And you were still giving back to the community. So, you know, how, I mean, how did the COVID, I know COVID affect everyone, but how did you find a way around it to still keep that joy, that amazing performance that you do? I mean, give us, you know, some some things that you have done during COVID that helped you to still give back to the community. I think COVID as terrible as it was, and, 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 and we mourn those we have lost. Yes. But no matter whether it's raining and clouds are dark, the sun is always on the, shining somewhere on the other side of that cloud. So COVID was also an opportunity for many of us to go within and to take assessment of our lives and see where we needed to put some extra time, where we needed to put that extra work, where we needed to grow. Yes. So um, I had my little time when I needed to just tune out from the world and tune within the inner world. And boy, I tell you, the lessons and, the, and that small voice was talking to me. <laughs> so during that time, I realized, hey, Facebook is toxic. <laughs> Instagram <laughs> is toxic. Uh -huh. The news is toxic. So tune out and tune in and, and get those extra projects that you've been wanting to do, get them done. Yes. And so I just spent most of my time um, creating and um, just trying to inspire folks around me. Just, just, just let them know, hey, that we will make it through this. And when we make it through this, we should be better than we were going into this. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it allowed me lots of time to spend with my instrument and Fortunately, I had quite a few organizations reaching out, having events um, via Zoom, and so yes. that, that kept me um, active. Okay, that's good. Mike, you have another question, or should um, I? Uh, what are, What are some of your uh, artists that you've your favorite artists? Favorite artists. That's a very interesting uh, question because there's so, so many. Oftentimes I, I revert back to some of the forefathers who laid out the, the genre, um, like a John Coltrane, um, like a Sonny Stitt, like, gosh, I could go on and on and on. Mm -hmm. And even some of the modern, modern guys, uh, like, well, I shouldn't say he's modern, but Grover Washington Jr., those guys mm -hmm. are, Art Porter, I could go on and on. Uh, Hubert Laws, Ronnie Laws. I mean, it's just so many great artists and so much great music that it's, it's hard to just say, hey, this is my guy. 
and and exclude others because it's so much. Yeah. But growing up, I would say that I was influenced by a guy named Bernard Johnson, who was a gospel cat. And then after him, I found Grover, and and, and then it was just a rap. Okay, I grew yeah. up in a church that we were not supposed to listen to secular music. But the <laughs> moment I heard uh, Grover Washington, all bets were off. <laughs> I was like, if this is going to get me coals in that place down where the guy got the pitch for, I just got to deal with that when I get there. Right, right. I, I, I'm a preacher's kid and I grew up in the same environment and I was not able to listen to secular music. Uh, not until we visited another uh, pastor's house and he had um, songs in the key of life mm. uh, on his record player. Mm -hmm. And uh we immediately went back home and asked our parents if we can get songs in the key of life. And then we got the Jackson five and then it just got worse. <laughs> 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 then we, then we got, um, Rick James and then we, oh my goodness, then we got huh? Prince. It, it just, it was just, it went out of control there, but yeah, <laughs> I, I got a, I got a chance to listen to, uh, to, to my joy you know i write and perform poetry and i i i perform mine over music and i i mm. use instrumental jazz tracks um from people like candy dolfer paul taylor norman brown Kurt mm -hmm. Whalum. but i'm gonna add a uh, a new gentleman to my list now um lord <laughs> yancey no, look at it, look I'm, at I'm gonna start uh using some of lord yancey's music now that i've been enlightened here this morning so uh stay tuned i'm 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 gonna i'm excited I, but i listened to my joy yesterday it was great that's exactly the stuff that i like i like the rhythm uh jazz i love the the style and yes that's a beautiful single i know you probably thought about that during covid and you put it together or maybe before but it's so beautiful what was you thinking about when you were playing that I mean, as I was listening to it, I was like, yeah, my spirit just like, you know, lifted. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel like. Yeah. How do you come with the, my joy like, right yeah. after COVID, uh, during COVID? <laughs> Tell us about that. I'm interested to hear that, too. How did that happen? I would say that everything for me is spiritual based or metaphysical based. Mm -hmm. And it's all spirit. It's all love and and happiness is something that can be very fleeting. But when you go inside and you have a relationship with that inner voice, the the, the most high, there's a joy that comes from that. Yes. And so uh, when you're writing music and, and you, you're locked into the source of all creativity, sometimes you, you come up with a groove like, hey, my joy. And then you always hope and pray that... Uh, it touches, it uplifts, and it inspires yeah. the listener. I know that music is a great power that can change the vibes, that can change the protons, neutrons, and all those other trons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <So>. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yes, it so changes always, change feelings. Up. Yes. Yes, Yancy, I know you do a lot of international tour when we were able to do that. And I noticed that you went to Germany and Italy. Now, I mean, I know, you know, here in, here in Detroit, everybody's, you know, really excited when they go to a jazz concert. 
I just want to know the different culture. How did you embrace that different culture in Germany and Italy well, on stage? How, yeah, and how yeah. did they in, in how did embrace, they embrace you too? Yeah, how, how embrace did, how you. Did, how did they like the music? I will put it this way: for me, it matters not if you're a hundred or you're one. It matters not if you're brown, green, yellow, purple. <laughs> it matters not what language you speak. You're going to get 100%. I'm, I'm not leaving anything on the table. You're going to get 100% of what's inside of me. Oh. And from my experience, when you, music is, it is universal. It is. And that power that's in music to shift vibrations, it does the same no matter where you go. It matters not whether I'm in China, whether I'm in Japan or whatever. There's always a level of joy that follows that vibration. And to me, it's all about intention. The intention is is everything behind music. Yes. You know, Yancey, um, you know, I one thing I don't like about American radio or American uh uh, formats is that they try to put music all into a certain category in a box and they try to distribute it that way. I went to the Virgin Islands a couple of years ago and I was listening to a station and um, everything was on that one station. Uh, they had reggae, rap, um, R&B, uh, jazz. Uh, the only thing that that divided everything up was the commercials, radio commercials. But but the music was universal, and I wish that would come to this country. Have you noticed that uh, as you travel? How it, it's it's not put into a box where you know overseas. Yes, I I can see that. I have seen that. Mm -hmm. But I think um, for me, it's nice to know what you're going to get. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to uh, be listening to a, a bad jazz cat, and then the next song would be some shake them down low, pop your <laughs> baby. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, say, so you don't want to be put in that put it, put in that same category. You you know, know well, you, vibrations, brother. Right, what you, you're, eat, you, what you eat is <laughs> mental. <laughs> it's, it's what you see. It's what you hear. I mean, come on. Yeah, because your music is uplifting. And, oh yes, uh, very, everything very. everything out here isn't uplifting either. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I see true. it from I I can see it from your point of view how it, sometimes when you throw everything like that together, it may not may not work for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm like Yancy. I would not want my, you know, you would have to separate them because like you said, hey, you don't want some shake it, you know, shake it song coming after your beautiful mm -hmm. inspirational music. So well, yeah. My example is an extreme. I'm pretty sure Mike <laughs> he had some great programming. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all it, it has to be some type of standard. You have to know what you're getting because depending on who the DJ is, you don't know what you're talking. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, as as we kind of wrap up, there are some things that you wanted to share with us that we didn't cover. What are some things that you're working on now? Some things coming in the future, you know, um, just some that you want to kind of sum, sum up a little bit? Well, I have a new website that will be listing 
um, the happenings, the music in the music world with me. And um, that is Lord Yancey, Y-A-N-C-Y-Y, music.com. So I would say go there, check it out. I would say in the next two to three weeks, I will be dropping a new CD. So go check it out. And in fact, it's the follow-up CD to um, Sex Chronicles. And this okay. will be the second volume. What's that website again? Lord Yancey, Y-A-N-C-Y-Y, music.com. Okay, great, great. Carmen, and you got some more? Yeah, Lord Yancey has graced us with my joy. So I love it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so um, thank you, Yancey. Thank you for taking the time out this morning to get on the come up where we help to take it to the top of your game. And we appreciate you coming on and sharing with us. Yes, and we can't, we can't wait to share this with, with Detroit and all of our listeners. Uh, so thanks so much, Yancey, Lord Yancey, uh, saxophonist, for uh, talking to us about you, your career, your music. It's been great. Yes. Thanks for having me, brother. I appreciate both of you. And I'm encouraging your listeners to go forward. If not now, when? Follow your heart. Live your dreams in color. It's your time. Well said. Yes. All right. Thank Carmen, you. Carmen, this has been great. I'm glad you brought your friend Yancey to the show. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, hearing more about Yancey in the weeks and months and years to come. But uh, And thank you all for joining us on the Come Up Top of Your Game, a program designed for your business success and your personal success. And uh, so, Carmen, this, is, this was great. This is beautiful. The next tune you will hear will be my joy. Oh, we get to listen to some of Yancey. All right. Yes. Great. Thank you, Yancey. Have well, a great pleasure. day. All right, you too. Okay. Bye-bye.
Thank you.